All right, guys, this is Derek Soto. We're going to talk a little business shop today. We're going to talk about uh, webinars and, um, you know, how they're being done right now. Um, it's it's getting quite uh, muddled, if you would say, and quite unethical, actually. You have a lot of uh, programs that actually have very, you know, uh, they have features in there that allow you to elaborately lie you know say hey the webinar is showing in your area at this time you're just in time or whatever it is what i would recommend is to not play around with any of that stuff i understand that you know you can have uh you know you want to have the social proof of the comments and the viewers and all this other stuff but you're really lying and being disingenuous. What you can do, however, is hold an actual real webinar, right? And then you can record that webinar, including the comments and everything that people made and all that stuff, you know, um, and the actual numbers that were there and all this other stuff. And what's great about holding live webinars is you can see when people are dropping off, right? Um so when you're not artificially messing with stuff, this will help you to refine that webinar. Be like, hey, you know, 20% uh, of people are dropping off at minute 20. What's going on, right? And so having that real data by doing live webinars at first, okay, is perfect. I don't recommend that you just start off with a pre-recorded webinar and then just hope for the best, right? I think it's best... Uh, from experience of doing live webinars uh, to have one that converts pretty well, you know, you do it, you get under your belt, you get better at it. You, it sounds more natural. The more that you do, it, it'll sound more natural. And once you have it down, you know, um, and you have a Q&A and all this other stuff, then you could have a recorded webinar and you can let them know like you can watch the recording to the webinar here they don't care if it's a recording what they care about guys what they care about is how it can help them that's all they care about you know and if you use your recorded webinar and your software allows to show the comments and all the other stuff in the you know letting them know hey this was pre-recorded these are the actual comments that people left. You don't have to say all this stuff, but it's the actual comments that people left. Real comments, all this other stuff. With, with on a webinar that you crushed it, you know, then you use that one as your pre-recorded webinar. Uh, that that's just in time, aka right when they get to it, you know, right when they register for they can play it. Now, what I recommend that you do is you add a pause function, and here's why: life happens. And you, I, I understand the thinking of like, well, I want them to sit there and watch the whole webinar. It's just an unrealistic in this time, you know, in this day and age for someone to sit down and actually watch an, an hour long webinar, especially if they're going through their email, they see it or they're going, they click on one of your ads and they see the thing. They, they haven't, they didn't know they were going to watch a webinar. They didn't know it's an hour and a half you know, or whatever it is, 45 minutes, whatever it is. They might have crying kids. They might have other things. Maybe their favorite shows coming on, but they're interested in it. If you make it so they can't pause it, they're just going to not watch it, right? Um, and so if you let them pause it, 
it can stay on their phone. And then when they're, you know, they can watch it, hit unpause, watch it, you know, continue watching it. And then, um, you know, baby cries again, they pause it again, or someone calls them, they pause it again, yada, yada, you know, and they can hit play and watch it again, you know, until the, uh, not watch it again, but continue watching it where they left off, um, and you can have a timer, just make the timer, you know, reasonable, like, you know, nine hours or something like that. So they know they got to watch it tonight. So they, they, they kind of figure out, okay, well, I'll break it up into chunks or whatever it is and get this thing watched or whatever, right? As an example, okay, I'm not saying you have to have a timer, but it's helpful sometimes. But having that pause function accounts for the the reality of you know marketers they they go against so much you know of of human behavior you you can't expect humans to change how they are and and phones have given people ADD um, their attention spans are not great for you to expect them to go against that habit it's it's pretty silly. And so if your conversions aren't that great, you might want to look at it and be like, huh, maybe where am I fighting human nature, you know, in this, in, in concerning webinars, like where, where am I fighting it? I mean, you should ask that for every part of your, your, uh, marketing, but where am I fighting it? You know? And so when you're doing webinars, Keep in mind, like, okay, if I'm watching this webinar and I have a distraction and I can't pause it, am I going to ignore my crying baby? No, I'm going to put it down. I'm going to miss everything you just said until it takes me 20 minutes to calm the baby down. And now I've missed 20 minutes of the presentation that's needed in order for me to, to convert me, right? Um, and I'm jumping in, not knowing what's going on and odds are, I'll just skip it intending to watch it again and never do. Right. Even if you send an email, I don't want to rewatch 40 minutes. Right. So when you, when you send a replay, when you send a replay, make sure that you have it. It's like you can, if someone clicks off your webinar, when you send the follow-up email, say you can pick up right where you left off here, or you could click here to start from the beginning. Give them that choice, okay? You have to really take into account human nature. And if you conduct your webinars that way, first do several live webinars until it becomes natural to you, until you're good at it, and you do a nice, clean, solid webinar that that's your your best webinar you've done right? Record each one and the one that really, you just nailed it. Okay. Um, and that one that got you like the best conversions, you know, uh, most people will not buy on that first webinar, but the one that got you the most conversions, that's the one that you want to make your recorded video. Then, um, you know, just don't pretend it's live when it's not. You could just say, Hey, you know, we have a, uh, pre-recorded webinar here it's really killer it's going to teach you how to solve xyz problem yada yada you know and so um this is a good way guys to take into account when you're doing stuff take into account if i'm on the other side of this 
and something happens or something comes up or how how do how do human beings react to things what's human psychology what's how, how do they react how do they interact with this stuff if you ask that question it's going to help to guide how you deliver content okay and again, the money from webinars is in the follow-up. It's not in the webinar itself, so don't get discouraged. If you make a webinar and you only make a couple sales, you know, those are the laydowns, okay? You're going to need to have a follow-up sequence that's going to build more trust with people, the no like, and trust factor until they, you know, push them over the edge and, and buy your product that is going to actually help them solve that problem, Okay. Um, so, you know, we could go deeper into that fault sequence. I'm not going to do that right now. I just wanted you to think about when you're making webinars, too many people right now, they expect people to act a certain way and you're, and you're fighting human nature and it's not good. Okay. It makes it harder on you. So you have to act, you have to ask, how are people interacting with this content? If I was watching a webinar I didn't expect to watch and my favorite show is coming on, you know, or my kid is crying or my wife needs me for something or I get a, a call from the job or whatever it is that comes up. If you can't pause it, that sucks. And if they have to start it from the beginning, they're not going to do that. Who wants to, if they already, if they are 40 minutes deep, Give them a link that brings them exactly to where they were, okay? And if you can't do that, get a software that can do that, okay? So either way, guys, you want to make, you want to remove the roadblocks and take into account human psychology and how they interact with your content. Be respectful of that, okay? And if you do that, then you're going to see better results than other people, and they're going to be like, how are you doing that? Because I'm not fighting how people normally act, you know? And when you're doing those live webinars in the beginning and you're paying attention to the comments that people make and you study those comments and you study the questions that people ask at the end and the Q&A and all this other stuff, that's what's really going to help you to refine that webinar and make it really good, okay? Um you be able to identify the concerns they have and stuff like that. And that way you can destroy those concerns during the webinar, you know, as you go through. It's just like writing a movie or anything like that. The first iteration isn't going to be the winner, you know. Expect to make several iterations of this video, of this, you know, of your pre-recorded webinar, you know. And the best way to do it is in front of a live audience, you know. Just like a comedian, when they first start out jokes, they're hammering out the jokes, they're not perfected yet, and the more audiences they perform it in front of, they keep tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it, making it better, 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 you know? And I recommend that you do that too, you know? If you're super serious about webinars, commit to yourself. You're like, you know, I'm going to do 100 webinars live. I'm going to record all of them. I'm going to look at the conversions of each one and the one that really performed the best. It's what I'm going to use. And it's going to give you a skill, you know, when you do something like a hundred or even a thousand times, you get really good at it. And it's, it's just less daunting um, when you need to do it again. 
because you've developed another skill by repetition. You know, Elon Musk talks about learning, and part of his philosophy of learning is to just get in there and start doing. You know, instead of sitting in a class, he talked about, instead of sitting in a class learning what a screwdriver is and all this other stuff, he said, start building the engine, and then, oh, how do I move this part? Oh, I need a screwdriver. What kind? Oh, it has this shape, a Phillips? Okay, there you go. Now that's what a screwdriver is for. See how much faster you learn what a screwdriver is and what it's for, you know? And so this is how you learn, guys, is by doing. So at the end of the day, don't try to lie to people and all this other stuff. You don't need all that. You know, if, if your content's really good, you know, the con comments can be distracting even, you know? I've had a, a VSL video sales letter without any comments, and it performed very well with zero comments to distract because who's listening when they're commenting? You know what I mean? Like, really? Um, so at the end of the day, like, just keep the message on there. It could be like a free video class with comments turned off even. You know, you don't have to show how many people are attending it. They don't know. They can guess. Let them come up with a number that they think, you know? But at the end of the day, guys, it's really about delivering high-value content, something that they want to hear, okay? And then you start to show them what they need in order to get what they want, you know? Um, so at the end of the day, uh, practice doesn't make perfect, but it makes pretty dang good, okay? So we'll talk soon. God bless.